When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, Andy, Jimmy, JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty. It's time to get this body started tonight. So old. <laughs> so oh, tell me about, tell your, pro- about your progressive. Well, it's, yeah. it's been a big family day weekend for me. I got my first pair of progressives. Well, you've been, the you've been trying to be a progressive man, Charm, so this is getting you one step closer. <laughs> am I, I going to be accepted now more by the uh, the female contingent? You are 2% the, uh, the family? closer. All right, good. <laughs> no, so I've got these progressives, and they're very weak, right? The, the, the main part because I got pretty good vision, but it's just, I was so sick and tired of having to constantly put on the old readers because I'm just so blind. Anything within like an arm's length is pathetic. So I got these, these new progressives, but then they don't work very well for this because I'm, oh. I'm jumping on there with Craig and, uh, and Wong is back now. Let's get Wonga back first because he needs to hear this. Apparently he's uh, doing his progressive research as well. So with these progressives, because of the distance I am from the computer, and I've got to look straight at the camera, right? Um, the the distance is too blurred because there's a slight prescription. But then for me to see you guys clearly, I'd tip my head right up like this to look down through the reading part. <laughs> so I'm just back to my old ones for this. I think this might be this the solution. I keep wearing just the reading glasses for this. But this is where we're at, and I feel like an old fuck. Can you can you put the other ones on and show us the slightly very similar. inclined head back? Oh, yeah, sure. No, okay. I, no I, I don't care about the specs and what it gives for you in terms of your vision. I, I, that, I now see- you're clear. Oh, God. So are your nostrils. <laughs> yeah. I trimmed them yesterday, so they should be okay. Well done. But yeah, so right, that, that, I'll, I'll get car sick doing that. Anyway, that's my uh, family day weekend thus far. How are you guys doing? How's your family day weekend thus far? Mine stinks because we don't get one. Oh, that's right, because you're in that mm. godless Quebec. Yeah, that's right. 
It's actually the opposite. I feel like clinging to what it used to be and then not wanting to be distinctive. And so we don't have family day. It's kind of a bullshit one. Alienate the family unit. That's right. (laughs) Well, I'll walk the days off up in Quebec. Up in Quebec? I guess you guys are south of us, but. Barrel jumping day, that kind of stuff you have off. Exactly. Isn't isn't that like in in March? I think it is. That holiday. It's coming coming up. We're missing a. Two weeks off in the summer, all the construction guys. That's true. Construction holiday, absolutely. Usually yeah. last week of July, first week of August. Why wouldn't you yeah. take it in like in the best weather of the year for, you know, that's a good time to take a couple of weeks off? <laughs> you make a good point, Craig Forrest. <laughs> Would you that's be sure you don't have a family day? The whole family's here now. The whole Footy Prime family. Everyone's here. Wong is here and JC's here and Craig and Dubs and Jimmy and me. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, how are you? Good Great to see everybody. You sound day. you sound rough. <laughs> Good night. Yeah, it actually was. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, sounds really like good. crap. What was the occasion? Um, well, it was actually Jess's birthday oh. during the week, so last night was all of us getting together. I think I sent uh, a photo as well, didn't I? Mm-hmm. To the group, yeah. So it was uh, it was a whole crew got together up in Wasega at our cottage. It was a good night. Well, of course, when you say it's the whole crew, it wasn't actually the whole crew, was it? <laughs> well, not yeah. Few few of you guys, yeah. Yeah, we weren't invited, were we? Anyway, uh, welcome to Footy Prime <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna try and deal with Jimmy's raging hangover right now, which is gonna be a lot of fun today. I think. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Champions League I'm a, weekend. I'm a hurting unit today. Coming up. <laughs> Do you remember anything from the weekend? Do you remember What's anything that? from the weekend? Do you remember any games from the weekend? Anything? No, I did. I actually watched uh, Man U play. And what were your thoughts on Man U playing Luton and beating them just about? Just about. Um, I. Do you know what I thought? Truthfully, I thought it was Luton. I like the way that they defend, and when you're when your team like Man United. Or for instance, like a Chelsea, Man City, like these teams do well against teams that are open and that go at each other. But when you play against teams that want to bunker in, defend really well, it's very, very difficult to break down that Luton side because they know where they are. They know what they've got to do. They just got to survive. So they park the bus. But I thought Man United, Man United did well. Um, but I still say it. I think Luton's going to survive, and I think Luton will stay up, and I think Everton's going down. See, it's interesting you talk about Luton and bunkering in because I thought Man United made their lives a lot more difficult instead of closing the game out, which they seem unable to do. (laughs) Thumbs up. Um, They kept the game wide open and it kept Luton in it. Um, So they were unable to kind of put their foot on the ball, slow the game down, keep possession, kind of dictate. And that gave Luton a lifeline until the end. Made the second half very nervy, I thought, for Menu. Yeah. Yeah. At times, yeah, it did did open up a little bit, but still, you gotta you gotta say Luton did defend with everybody, even their striker was back defending, right? Because they did have to bunker in, and when you're playing against quality like that, it makes it very very difficult, very difficult to break down. And I'm look, we've we've all been in games as well where you played against teams where you've had total control and you dominate the match, and when that opposition just bunkers in around that 18 yard box, it's so difficult to break down. And that's why I will say once you come, once you get in that final third and teams play like that, it's all about the tempo. 
the tempo has got to be quick, the way that you move it, the way that you play, try to break them down. Um, but I, I thought Luton, Luton did well. I think they, they're, they're doing a terrific job there at Luton. Really are. Because, I mean, at the beginning of the season, everybody thought Luton's going down. They'll be lucky if they get 15 to 18 points this season. And I think with what they've got, the budget that they have, they are doing a tremendous job, a hell of a job. And I really want to see them stay up now. I do too. More shots of Rob Edwards on the touchline. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. But that's not why I want him to stay up. Are, are you sure, Jimmy? <laughs> he is a handsome devil. He is. <laughs> Rob Edwards is a thirst trap. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't come close to Craig Forrest, though. Oh. Well, who does? Right. Six foot six of good loving right there. <laughs> 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 They're all the same height lying down, Wonger. That's true. Hoyland <laughs> <laughs> um, with two goals, right? Hoyland scored in six straight now. That's the youngest to ever do it in the Premier League. And yeah. he's also scored the quickest ever United away goal in the Prem in th- around 37 seconds. So, you know, you talk about players just getting more comfortable, more confident. And, and he had a tough start to his United career, Craig. But really, he seems to have settled down now. And obviously, the connections with Haaland, because guess what? His name sounds a bit like Haaland, <laughs> and, and he's from Europe, and he's kind of tall. So therefore, let's make the comparison <laughs> unfair, right? But he, he's looking pretty decent right now, isn't he? Yeah, he certainly is. Yeah, that's a good, that's a hell of a run. Really is. Good for him. And a, and a team, you know, for he, it's set up pretty well for him, I think, the Man United situation. You know, he's playing well. He doesn't have to worry about really what the team's doing, just keep doing his own thing. And the team will certainly, and the results will follow, you'd think. But there's still a nervous, nervous side. Some yeah. stick for the uh, Onana again for the goal. I wasn't sure about that one. I'm, I'm uh, first one to criticize, but I didn't think it was all that critical to blame him for the goal i agree with you forrest i think it was more i think you give credit to the luton player for getting in there bravely to get his head on that sometimes it's not always it's not always the goalkeeper's fault (laughs) exactly yeah and the way it deflected and then if he had stayed on his line yeah he might have been able to save it but he only headed it from three yards so then they probably would have said well what are you doing like you gotta try to do something to close it down so he tried to do what schmeichel would do and make himself as big as he can. But you do, yeah, the, the player was brave getting in that position and nice little finish, I thought. Yeah. It's tough being a soft target, right? And goalkeepers are often that soft target in that they have a bad run and they're criticized and then suddenly every goal that goes in is their fault. And it's, yeah. it's just not fair because, you know, they aren't, like you said, Dubs, there's not always the goalkeeper's fault. But Anana, even though he played really well last week as well, I thought, he's definitely improving um, since that disastrous spell at the AFCON. Where he really shouldn't have gone in the end. Um, but he seems to be getting better. But of course, we're going to overthink and overanalyze every ball that's played this direction, it seems. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's made a fair, his fair share of mistakes. There's no question about it. Has not been brilliant. But uh, you got to think he's going to turn it around eventually. They certainly hope so. They got a lot riding on him. Well, I mean, we're United too, right? So we're saying, yeah, they're looking very shaky still, not looking great, blah, 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 blah. All correct. But they're also now just five points back at fourth place. Mm-hmm. So I think we're almost overthinking that a little bit as well. They're getting results, but even that's not good enough now. 
to the baying public, right? We demand more. We need performance. Now, they're getting results, guys. And with Spurs losing to Wolves, that gap is beginning to close a little bit. Yeah, they're yeah. only three behind Spurs, right? Mm-hmm. At this point as well. And then that fifth spot might be all you need right in the Prem to make it into Champions League. But yeah, I think it's just because there's such a high standard with, with the club, given the history. Yeah. Um, but I think Hoyland, like, not only is he the youngest player to to do that, to go on that six-game scoring streak, but he joins the likes of Ronaldo, Van Nistelrooy, and Cantona, the three other United players to score in six consecutive Premier League games. So that's that's pretty incredible company to it be keeping. Really so I think, like, you you look at United, maybe Hoyland's kind of journey is a microcosm of the team this year where it looked like he was full of potential but had yet to kind of deliver on it. So maybe this team is is closer to being more self-assured and, uh, you know, with the Ineos takeover and, and, and that bringing solidity to the brass and to kind of the back room and the boardroom, then, you know, the on-field product is also almost there. You know, I don't know if they're going to be um, trophy worthy, silverware worthy, but I, I think they're they're getting closer to, um, you know, Ten Hag, uh, you know, people finding the belief in him and then also the, the players getting the buy in because you're right, Charms, they're, they're getting the results. So why are we still discussing the manner in which they're delivering the results? It doesn't fucking matter. They're picking up the points. And uh, eventually that creates the self-belief, right? One begets the other. Goals beget goals. I think you're seeing that with Hoyland. But then also you keep winning despite the manner in which you do it. That gives the players confidence in the dressing room. And I don't think you can discount that. Am I sensing a tinge here? Just a little tinge of almost sympathy for Manchester United. And that <laughs> that is is there this undercurrent of, you know what? The, these kids can get it done. Come on. Come on, show us all, show us all, kids. I hope that's not the case. But I, I sensed it. Even when I was talking, I, I kind of sensed it. Almost like this, this, oh, fuck, I feel dirty. I need a shower. And the sense of like, <laughs> that I want to see the other Hoyland. Link charms. Hop oh, back on oh, the other link right, yeah. No, but I think this, I want to see, uh, for a moment there, I thought I want to see Hoyland do well. And I want to yeah. see Mainu continue because he's looking really good out there when he comes at 18 years of age. Fuck. You wouldn't, be so, you wouldn't be so uh, happy about that if they were raining on Liverpool's ass. No, that's probably what it is. I don't think I'd really feel that way, but I just sense that. And what I'm reading as well, you're kind of getting this, you know, us against the world kind of mentality from United right now. And it was a long time ago, Jimmy, since they were actually relevant as, as a force, a long time ago. It's not like it was just like a couple of years ago that Fergie retired. It was 2000 and, when was it, 12? I'm trying to think when he retired now. I can't remember. Ish. Jeez. That sounds it was, right. It's been a long yeah, time, right. though, since Moyes took over yeah. there, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Is it ever? <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm not but right you know, Moyes has been at West Ham for ages. Yeah. Okay. Well, for time because being. Of their, because of their yeah. history as well, Man United, and what they've done in the past, and what we've kind of grew up with as Man United, the powerhouse. And we keep going back to that, don't we? Oh, that's not a Man United player. Or where they are today, this is terrible. But... You know, the, the game changes, clubs change, some drop off the face of the earth. And will Man United ever get back to that status that they had? I don't think so. Not for a long time. Not for a long time. 
can't see it happening. Well, I mean, what cut them from that cloth originally was the fact that they they developed, right? They developed their own players, and that gave them their identity. So the class mm-hmm. ninety two was then, you know, sprinkling a little bit of Cantona, a little bit of Roy Keane, a little bit later. And then you got the Rooney's and Ronaldo's, right? They'll sprinkle their dubs, yeah. They'll sprinkle. <laughs> but but that's they had that identity, right? Yeah. And that's what made United, yeah, they were successful. And I guess with success comes identity. But they did it themselves. They they created that that group of players originally, that brilliance. And that's yeah. why they became who they were, that that juggernaut, a world power who knew it's, exactly it's what they were. It's who they scouted as well, right? When they brought in an Oli, when they brought in a Cantona, when they brought in a, a young Ronaldo, like they brought in the right pieces to work around what they've already developed through the system. You don't see that now. And a lot of the recruits that they bring in just are not good enough. Mm. Sorry to interrupt. You said something interesting there, and I don't want to be a contrarian, but you said success brings identity. You don't want to be a contrarian. But I'm going to be. (laughs) Because that's who I am deep down. Um, So I think that's part of the problem. You know, the uncertainty, um, you know, that they remain unconvincing despite the results is what is their identity? Who, Who is United? They don't have you know, it. I think they're still no, they're still finding their way, and that I think is the really the crux of the matter. Yeah, no, it's, it's a valid point. So, is there somewhere? Is the identity coming through there? Is it going to be under Eric Ten Hag, or must it be someone else? Can you see? Do you think he'll be in charge this time next year if they continue this, getting results, if not performances? Yeah, yeah, they still head, head in the right direction if they think there's some positive moves and. They think he's, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any reason to think that he would move. If they finish up in the top five, top four, would be a decent result for them this season. Yeah, it's amazing how things change, isn't I, it? I think as well, you know, I'm going on what Dubs is saying. If you were to say, how, what's, what's Man United's style of play? I don't think anybody could. You couldn't tell anybody that right now, could you? Like, what's their philosophy, the style of play? What is Man United? I don't know. It's a good question. Mm-hmm. Was, there was no doubt before, was it? No doubt. You just don't know. Well, it's a star that's winning games right now. They beat Luton. They beat Villa. They beat West Ham. They beat Wolves. They beat Newport County in the FA oh, Cup. Yeah, but that's, that's a good run of games. Let, let's be honest, right? Against Luton, the first goal, you saw the first goal. It was a giveaway. Absolute mm-hmm. fucking giveaway. And then the second goal, Shot comes off his chest. Apart from that, an open play, there was nothing. Yeah, but they got the three points, so that's a point, though, right? Hmm. We, we, we're just criticizing. They've won four straight games. Yeah, they're, no, no, they're, what, they're on the verge of top, five, to top like, four football. Your, your two goals that you score against Luton were shit goals. Absolute shite. Like you, you're, you're not dominating the game. You're not imposing your philosophy, your style of play, controlling it. Two shit goals you scored. And if you go over the last number of games, it's not because they were dominant and they're playing a Man United brand of football. No, I, I well, again, but what is that though, Jimmy? What is that style? That what, what is United football? Twelve years ago, twelve right. years ago, they're playing United football. That's a bygone no, era. That's, but, but that's what we're saying. Nobody knows what their style is right yeah. now. But they're getting results, and like maybe you get results first, and then you can worry about polishing it. 
right now they're grind they're grinding out results right and finding a way to get points and climb the table but you're still in what six seventh place no seven eighth what are you now seven or eight yeah where's the table here six is it got it okay but yeah yeah six yeah but they're what how many points back of spurs three there's three 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 back back of spurs Spurs, five back of villa and we're championing villa and spurs are we not championing them right now wow what great seasons incredible good for them polished and give the manager of the year to big Ange or or uno emery very mm-hmm. quietly guess who's creeping up there playing shit football but getting results right mm-hmm. the turnaround's happening maybe you're right they're not playing they're not doing it with any kind of sophistication or quality perhaps but they're getting it done right jimmy and, and you as a footballer grinding out results Aren't they almost more rewarding than than winning the game three nothing and looking yes, beautiful? But it's Man United, and that only lasts for so long. You can only grind out for so long. <laughs> you can only do that for so long. He's so angry. Yeah. No, yeah. I am. It, it depends how long <laughs> you, you grind for. Man United for. fan, uh, a friend of ours that was up there, Man United fan. They're frustrated. They're frustrated as well because of where they were, where they should be. It's not. It's not the Man United that you expect. And I'm not a Man United fan at all. Excuse me. I yeah. think you are. <laughs> but the, the results, first and foremost, they keep climbing up the table. And then uh, a kid like Hoyland, he gets that giveaway, as you said, a month ago, six weeks ago. That's not a given that he puts that away. Yeah. And he does that. And you called it a shit goal. I'm going to disagree. It's a shit goal. And, and then the, the deflection off his chest? From Garnacho, he meant every bit of say. that. He says that. No, okay. It's not I'll, doesn't I'll just do hit him, right? No, so I think you, yeah. So you you give. I I understand what you're saying. It's not a dominant performance. I understand that. When I, when and I'm they should do more to take care con- of that. When when I say shit, it's the context of the goal. Sure. Like how it comes up. Like fucking the defender just gives him a, here. There's a freebie. Go one on one with the keeper. That's what I mean by a shit goal. Right. It wasn't something that they they built up and they carved through Luton and. A beautiful goal was scored. When I say shit, it's because it was a dead giveaway. Because Jimmy feels like shit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, a bit of that as well. It's projection. <laughs> but, but maybe with, with Hoyland and with Ganacho and you got Mainu in there and you got Lissandro, right? There's something there, right? There's something to build on. These are young players. Yeah. Right? So maybe it's Tenog, maybe it's not. But and I, God damn it, can we move on from them? Jesus. Um, <laughs> very quickly, I mean, up next, though, they play Fulham at Old Trafford. Then it's Forest in the Cup at mm. Forest. And they Jimmy. play the Derby against Man City in uh, on uh, March 3rd. Then you've got Everton, Sheffield United, Brentford, Chelsea, and Liverpool. So they've got winnable games coming up and uh, some freaking tough ones in there as well. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's where the challenge lies for for United is I think if you look at this season and last as well don't do so well against like the top 6 against your kind of your powerhouses that's where they they tend to drop points. So mm-hmm. can they get results against against the big guns? Just so I'm laughing um JC's put up as his background um Jimmy's party picture from last night. We'll call it happier times. Jimmy's, Jimmy's smiling, drinking his hair. He's not hungover. He's not talking about Manchester United. <laughs> it's almost uh, like Jess is on StreamYard right now. It is totally, right? 
That's hilarious. <laughs> um, okay, moving on to uh, United's rivals. So they draw. Chelsea City draw. Really interesting match, that one. Uh, Chelsea scoring late, or well, conceding late, but learning, learning, I guess. Haaland, speaking of strikers, so the other big, tall um, guy from that region of the earth, because I forget whether it's Scandinavia or not. I don't think it is, is it? Yes, it is. He's it in is? the region. It's Scandinavia, yes. Do we have to do this again? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's Finland, it's yes. Finland yeah. that we were talking about. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> nine shots on goal. No goals. Uh, Pet Guardiola's after about it post-match. He says, uh, I was a football player for 11 years and scored 11 goals. I- I'm not a proper man to give advice to strikers. Do you think he's giving advice, Craig, to Harlan behind the scenes? <laughs> I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. Yeah. That was an interesting game. I thought Chelsea did really well. I thought they, you know, they were brave in their approach. You know, they didn't just say, all right, we're going to park the bus and sit back. I thought they, they took the game to them and put bodies forward when they had opportunities and made life difficult for them. Yeah. Uh, Sterling with a really nice, nice goal. Really nice finish. After missing a breakaway, although it was called offside, luckily for him, just prior to. But yeah, it was good, good, good result for Chelsea. Yeah, hey, do you think? Do you think uh, when you look at a, a Chelsea side, they struggle against teams that aren't are at the bottom of the table? But when they play better teams, that where the game is open up, they seem to do a lot better, don't they? Mm-hmm. You know, against them, it no, was no, kind of no, like, no. okay, you're going to come at us, we're going at you. And they both go at it. Mm-hmm. But I think they struggle when they're playing against the lower teams in the division. They kind of bunker in, defend a little bit different, a little bit un- uh, unorthodox approach to their game compared to when they're playing the top teams. I think that's where they struggle, with the lower lower teams. Yeah, Because they don't... watch when it opens up the game. Yeah, it wasn't that 4-4 wide open contest right like the last time these two teams faced one another yeah. I thought that Chelsea showed you know for the for the youth that they have real maturity in that in that performance and I thought yeah. Pochettino the way that he kind of stymied the middle of the park and I thought Gusto was really good yeah. mm-hmm. against Doku and you had Palmer helping out on that side as well you had Caicedo dropping in kind of covering the half space on Alvarez um, I thought they missed um, Silva kind of as the, as the passer in, in the middle of the park, City did. Um, and then you just, watching that second half, I was like, fuck, like this is not going to hold, you know, this 1-0 win um, or this result. So I think, you know, when, uh, when Rodri gets that equalizer, it was kind of inevitable. And uh, it was incredible that uh, that Holland wasn't able to to convert on some of those opportunities, especially that diving header. Just thought, holy shit, like this is it. But yeah, I thought uh, I thought really well done by Chelsea. But it was more I thought, yes, you were you saw Palmer able to 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 find space in behind, exploit that um, against City that high back line. Um, and and Sterling, I thought should have done better, especially in the first half. They should have been up by more than than a goal. But I thought it was more, especially in the second half when City kind of came around, it was more Chelsea um, stymieing the middle of the park and really thwarting City's attack. And they just kind of hung on. But there's there's something to that and something that they can build on. 
Yeah. We look at their results against some of the bigger teams this year. Uh, they tied City 4-4. They they beat Spurs 4-1, although 10-man Spurs. Uh, what else? They tied Arsenal 2-2. They tied Liverpool 1-1. There's been some losses too in there, of course. But uh, yeah, no, they, they do. It seems, again, talking about United being there's something there. There's clearly something there with Chelsea, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, will you have patience with Pochettino? And it seems they will. And like what he he had an answer to everything that City kind of threw at them, it seemed, on, on the weekend. Very impressive. Now, this season's a write-off, pretty much. Although, I mean, they're in the Carabao Cup final next weekend, right? They're in the FA Cup still. They could, who knows, leave this season with a trophy. If you told a Chelsea fan after all the moves, Craig, all the changes, all the, the crap the last couple of years that they would get a cup this year, and okay, they're finished outside of Europe, probably. Although they could find their way into one of those Europa leagues or, or conference league, conference league, right? Conference league, yeah, conference league, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Um, they'd probably take that, wouldn't they? As this build continues, a trophy, yeah. trophy. a billion pounds for an FA Cup, <laughs> I think, would be pretty, pretty good. No, fair enough. I think their bonus is about six million, so pays a little bit of a back if they win it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see when they get there. Well, the, the global head of global transfers and signings, signing the new recruitment director or whoever it is. We discussed that in the last podcast, right? What that means for the current group, but there's certainly some, some talent there. Um, but that was big points dropped, right? Uh, given that Liverpool smashed Brentford. Really, well, listen, fun game to watch for Reds fans. Although, man dubs the injury situation from Jota and Jones and Nunes. My God. Now there's there's a report from Egypt today. Now there's been nothing from the club. It could be complete bullshit that that Moe's picked up uh, another hammy injury. But it's no. just, yeah, again, don't get upset because I've seen it nowhere. It was a weird Egyptian site. So I don't <laughs> know any more than that. Okay. <laughs> Why I'm following a weird Egyptian site? No, I don't I know. That's the question. Why? It wasn't for, it wasn't for football. That's the dark, dark, dark web. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I like the bangles. Can I say? <laughs> yeah. No. I think um, the fact that Liverpool continues to kind of get these results, like I don't think that was a scrappy performance. Like that was a dominant performance, and I think you look at. You know the guy, the guys that go down, but then you get the the upside of, I mean, minus your comment of Salah coming on, right? And I kind of felt bad for him that they weren't at Anfield to get like this massive ovation, but right away again, not missing a beat uh, in a different way, but reminded me of De Bruyne with with City out for not that the, the length of time that De Bruyne was out, but just doesn't seem to miss a beat. He's like right back at it. He had that one kind of very Mo Salah run on the right and it kind of fell apart on him at the end. He doesn't, he gets the shot off, but it's kind of errant and goes to the side, but otherwise gets a, gets a goal and an assist, right? In that, in that performance. And I think uh, then Nunez is taken off at halftime for precautionary reasons, but it takes me back to, to Hoyland. And then the way you see the, the potential, the opportunities getting in the right areas and the knock on Nunez is he overcomplicates matters. And can he get that composure? Can he just take a breath? And you, you see him actually do that. And he takes like the most difficult option, I think, to finish. And that ball doesn't even touch the ground, you know, as he lost it over the goalkeeper. So I just thought it was a, a masterful um, 
chip and and finish and and I love that because I adore Darwin Nunez and it, I felt really good for him to to see that kind of float in um, and, and get Liverpool uh, that opening goal. I love the cushioned header from Jota. That's what I liked. Oh, even more, even more than the finish. It was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, it was so clever. The awareness. No, at all. This is a, a non-player saying this. Nothing's easy for me, but I imagine a professional footballer, of which there's three of them here right now, could, could explain that is not an easy header to, to complete. Thanks. Yeah. I'm def- I, I was. I just talked. I was deferring to the <laughs> other two. Jimmy, <laughs> you, you've pro- you played centrally before. Yes. I presume that all is- that Jimmy has. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he's, he's had some assists. I, I'm assuming that's not an easy play to make. Please, please give me some. Back me up here. That's a shit goal. That was a shit goal. Come on, Jimmy. Tell us why it's a shit goal. No, it wasn't a shit goal. It was a good goal. Okay. Okay. That was a good one. Yeah. Did you see it? No. i knew it you gotta watch it jimmy look it up on youtube right now okay we're gonna give you two minutes here okay to collect yourself and to look while we do that charms while we give him two minutes um, the nunez goal versus brentford and it's the jota well the goal is great but the jota cushioned header okay uh preparation what's that wonga while we give uh while we give Jimmy some time to find that goal, I'm going to throw to Amy for our commercial break. Oh, we'll be right back after this break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And Did now we're back the break. After <laughs> <laughs> these special messages. <laughs> it's a long clearance from Van Dyke, Jimmy. And then it falls to Jada just past the halfway stripe. And he kind of positions himself, sort of holds off the defender. And then just a beautiful glancing header. He doesn't jump up to get it. Just gets position and then just glances it right into a non-running, a non-rushing Nunez. And then he's clear. Yeah, I saw it. When? What do you just think? now. <laughs> <laughs> do I think it's special? No. Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, you're in a so sour mood today. today. Yeah. No, no, I don't think it's. I don't think it's special. Yeah, he's got his eyes on it. He's watching it. He's got good balance. Uses his arm and just notches it down. Can you imagine Jimmy being your homeroom teacher in grade six, and he's in one of these moods, and you're like, "I just handed in that project. Well, I guys, wonder if I'm, Mr. I'm, Brennan's going to be generous." I'm in a good <laughs> mood. I'm in a good mood. Oh, okay. if, if, the, if the ball's in the air, force punch the ball, and I'm running like this. I know I got a man beside me. I can see at the corner of my eye, my teammate's across from me. 
And I'm just going like that. Boom. I'll just notch it down. It's not like I'm, I'm doing anything crazy. Didn't say it's crazy. He just says a nice difficult. little uh, cushioned header. It's nice yeah, to see. Yeah, it's not difficult. That's not a difficult play. Well, this is why you <laughs> asked the question. No. <laughs> you just answered it. Yeah, exactly. Dubs doesn't agree. Okay, well, but, but I'll ask you this, Jimmy. You put anybody, yeah. another player from Liverpool or another yeah. Premier League player, other than, than Jada there, do you get yeah. the same result? I don't think that you do. Why? You you think that's a difficult play? There's no way. That's no, not. The, I don't think the action or the skill that it takes to to actually deliver on that glancing header is difficult. It's no. it's what leads to it and the awareness that you have to have in order to execute the header. I don't think the skill is difficult. I think no, it's the wherewithal think, to be able to execute it. I think any Premier League player can do that. That's why yeah. you're in the Premier League. Was All it right, maybe it's my Liverpool bias showing. What's that? Was it a glancing header or a cushioned header? No, I just it? dropped it for him. Neither you say it's neither glancing or cushioned. I think it's both. No, Look, when that ball's in the air, I'm watching that ball, I'm, and I'm running beside a defender with me. I can see the other corner of my, my teammate. And as that ball's coming, and he's just – he's cushioned it, just dropped it in front of him. It's not like he's gone up over top and he's, you know, struggling and fighting. It's just a little nudge, drop it, away you go. It's almost like when the ball's in the air and you, you control it. Like if he took a touch there and started running with the ball, it's, it's a skill that you're expected to do. Craig, have you seen it? No, I'm looking for it. <laughs> Look, you'll see. Anyway, let's not get stuck on it. I thought that Endo, where did Sharps go? Endo being back for... <laughs> I have my head in my hands. <laughs> Endo being back for, for Liverpool and then allowing McAllister to get, to get a little bit higher. I thought that was great. Sort of releases him and, and allows Liverpool to be maybe a little bit more effective in, in the final third. And you saw it on that goal. I think he's surprised to get that ball across from, from Salah, that square ball. I think he really mm -hmm. is surprised, but he manages to make, whether it's you know deliberate or, or completely by accident, the, the defender and then to slot it home. I thought that was a, a brilliant goal. And I was happy to see him score too. I thought it was a shit goal. <laughs> yeah. Anyone can do that. Mm. Well, <laughs> By the way, you know what's underrated? Hundred thousand dollars a week. Oh my god! And you're a Premier League player. You should be able to do this shit. Let's <laughs> not get carried away here. You know what's underrated? I noticed um, Mo Salah's teeth are really underrated. <laughs> and maybe it's because we had Firmino there for a long time and Klopp. Maybe yeah. that's why. But he's got lovely teeth, Ooh. and they're all natural. I think. <laughs> wow. And they're spectacular. <laughs> It's crazy that you brought up dental hygiene, though, Sharms, because part of my uh, conversation today was starting new traditions with my family. So, brushing your teeth. Well, actually, it's called, it's, called, it's called the Wagger Family Day Floss Off. So as a family, the girls are coming over today. I've got one sleeping right now still, and Lila's coming back from a cottage. So we're going to floss. So all together, and so I need, I I have a big question. The first is how much how much are your gums supposed to bleed? <laughs> you know what? It's so funny you say that, Wonga, because I noticed this morning that I've got an appointment, a dental appointment, um, in I think March the March the third or fourth, something around there, early March. For and week. I usually forget to start flossing until about two weeks prior. 
Yeah, yeah. The so I've done, and so I, I flossed this morning, and the answer to your question is a fuckload of blood. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, this is the thing. I want to make sure that on our annual, this will be inaugural, but I'm going to turn it into an annual, a floss off, <laughs> and I, I, I see it as a joyous occasion for family day tradition. And the second one that I'm going to pull in is, of course, you know this about me, guys, but it's Skin Tag Collection Day. So I'm going to walk around the neighborhood and ask for skin tags. What are you doing? (laughs) Well, I've never heard of this just in talking about soccer and and, and scores this much. So I I had to turn it around a little bit. So, <laughs> as it would be a skin tag, you turn it around and it's it pops like a off. Gold number. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Now, the longer you're talking about flossing and turning that into a family tradition, my sister mm-hmm. Sarah went to VCU, Virginia Commonwealth University. Yep. And she had a friend who's invited over for supper. And then after supper was done, they had what was called quote unquote family time. And everybody sat like toothpicks were passed around and everybody picked their teeth and was like, yeah. <laughs> and she was horrified. Right. Is this a Virginia like, thing? Like it's Richmond, right? Or something like Yeah, Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Fred so Van Vliet. Warmer, just to get this right. So yeah. once a year, you're gonna floss. Yeah, yeah. And but the thing is we can we can pull we can turn it into a family day. Everybody in the Footy Prime Supporters Club, our Footy Prime crew, we can have a big floss off. Sharms can go to the dentist uh positively without like worrying about off. I don't like that at all i think it's a positive people are so angry lately and looking to be victims this is a way to control your dental hygiene so this is what i'm i'm proposing canada in reinstates family you... floss off because it was famous back in 1880s i oh. remember <laughs> yeah. it was viral back in those days right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was viral. Before I could see Wonger going into the clubs in the 80s and be like, hey, you floss today? Yeah. <laughs> floss, baby? Mm. Can we also talk about, and I, I know this is something that Dubs mentioned, that JC is no longer allowed to bet on Tottenham uh, mm-hmm. on our Tony Bet parlay because every time he does, we are, we are, we're losing pretty quickly. And you know what? That was a tough match anyways. Wolves. Wolves are impressive. They're sneaky. You said it. Sneaky? Mm -hmm. They are. Very sneaky. Yeah. They're sneaky good. That is for sure. So so JC's kind of like me then. Yeah. Yeah. You're not. I think we need to have a team veto. We need a team veto when there's a bet that's just a little too... (laughs) And and Craig, I I see Craig when when we're making these bets because he's... he likes to wager that Craig Forrest does. And you can see him go, huh? Yeah, I'm not sure. He knows a lot more about it than he lets on about gambling. He does. I but think maybe he gambles bef- more than anyone here, actually. Probably. Well, before- JCS gambles more. Look, that's the one. He's a sneaky. <laughs> sneaky maybe gambler. before we institute a team veto, maybe everybody's team, you know, so me and Charms in Liverpool and Wong Ryu in Brentford, mm-hmm. Forrest, Jimmy, JC, et cetera, yeah. whatever your team is, you're just not allowed. You're barred from betting on that. Team. I like that. Okay. Actually. That's good. That's oh, fair. That's fair. Yeah. However, on the other side, the uh, supporters club went the opposite this weekend, right? They went to the most obscure games they could find mm. and they still lost two or three. They did the Costanza. They went the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Tuna fish <laughs> on rye. <laughs> Chicken salad. Toasted. Exactly. What's the opposite? Hi, I'm George. <laughs> I live with my parents. <laughs> I, I sleep on the couch. <laughs> from I'd say from progressive glasses to 
citing Seinfeld isms, we are showing our age. Mm-hmm. True, a lot on this show. But again, we are we, we celebrate our age. We're old. What yeah. can we say? We're skewing um, old. <laughs> had nothing to do with the progressives or the no. annual flossing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe hey. this is more sponsors. Maybe we're opening ourselves up. Yeah, like sponsors. Every Cold time the force comes in, I feel like I got to lean back. I feel like they're coming no. through my screen. <laughs> Do they even sell floss in England? <laughs> you know, I'm English. I've got pretty decent teeth. Let's see. Let's see, Sharms. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. You're not I'm trying not. to scare children. Why can't you show your teeth normally? Why are you like underbite? Well, like, like, well, remove them? How do you do it? <laughs> it looks like, like a Newcastle scarf. I, I, I was smiling. One came to one Canada one just in time. <laughs> Did you have your sugar cubes this morning? <laughs> Can you an apple through a picket fence? <laughs> no, they're pretty straight. No, no braces for me. So all, all I didn't natural. have braces either. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, By the I way, needed I, braces. <laughs> Flossing. Do you? Would you? Is the floss off? It's got to be floss, or can you use the little little sticky things? No, I just looked them up. They're called uh, picks, floss yeah, yeah. picks, and uh, I don't like them. Christmas but you can use, guys? yeah, it's up to the. It's you know what we have them. So uh, the other thing is, I I like the peppermint flavored, mm. thick, uh, waxy floss it's, from. That's a tape. Too long. It's, it's, a, it's a, yeah. a floss tape though. That's a cool. I think you know. It's oh, to it, it, I like that better. Yeah. Monger, do the kids know that you're doing this? No, no, no. They're gonna be. Oh. We're gonna. We're gonna put it on TikTok, and I'm gonna force oh. them to go viral. I would like to. Uh, I would like you to film it when you mention it to them <laughs> to see their faces when they when, go, what, well, I tell you what, what are you talking about? We're having a when, floss day. <laughs> when they go back to their mum's house, they got some stories. Dad's making us do these horrible things. A floss off. What? I think dad. Was, I think dad was wasted this morning. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Wonga, Speaking of going, uh, doing things on camera, um, are we going to wait your present? Remember, you got given a gift. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we haven't seen each other since. No. So we're now we're going to see each other this Thursday. Yes. Can we wait till then? Sure. To, to, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Yeah. Well, well yeah, what's yours? Doctor so, Jaydeep. Yeah. It. Exactly. Amazing. Um, That's so nice. Can I also? So um, nice. Do you guys? Did you see that we had some technical <laughs> issues this weekend? Right? Did you notice that? Yeah, yes. with Apple uploading. Yeah. So um, our friend Dave DeCola, he was like, "Longer, it's still not up." So. I, uh, JC, I pinged JC. JC was great enough to get it back up and repost it, which was great. But uh, this is what Dave says, just because it's so easy. You need to talk to Apple Podcasts to figure out how to embed links directly into the pod. I'm just at the Rooney Kitchen fight part of the pod. Now I need to find the vid on YouTube. If you had the ability to provide link in the pod, you'd save me like 10 seconds. (laughs) <laughs> I don't care that it would take you 10 minutes to embed. So it shows you that that Dave's listening, but even more that we have a straight line to Tim Apple that I can just call Apple and go, hey, can you like, you know, we're growing up in this world. It's it's actually a good thing. So thanks it for is. telling us that too, Dave and Rhonda too, just that you guys were on it and found workarounds too for people to listen. Um yeah. Well, uh, we're rolling some video in now and again, JC's doing, which is great. Which mm-hmm. At some point, we do need to make this uh, more available video-wise, right? Uh, there are ways of doing it. Spotify, you can do it. I know that for sure, but we'll look into it. Um, but on that, our website is launching this week, maybe even tomorrow. We've got to still talk about that, um, yep. Wonga, Dubs. Well, it is family day, so we probably need to 
just so everyone hears this, we probably need to clean up and have one more conversation with our designer, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, which we were made a list. So uh, I know Amy and Sharms, this is us doing our work, everyone. If you guys, I know you added some things, Sharms, but if you want to drop into that link. And I have, I put it, some in there today. I know you did. I know I went into it last night, so I was working. Yep. Yeah, but uh, we're that close, and we'll be embedding a lot of video on that site, so you can all take a look and see that. Um, all right, back to uh, the games. So, what else happened here? Um, well, Arsenal were great. Arsenal just Jeez. destroyed Burnley. <laughs> How Ar- many goals? Burnley, Burnley's so disappointing this mm. year, given what they did last year in the league championship, where they were brilliant. They come to the Prem, they've changed like nothing style wise, and it clearly isn't working. Although What's it? We're laughing at Jimmy's doing laughing. some shit. Oh, is he? Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Jimmy's thoughts on, on, on this. We've seen a lot of Burnley this year. Um, so Burnley, they, they get promoted um, with Vincent Company. They, they still play the same kind of style, but it's not working in the Prem, clearly. They're going to be going down again. It seems they're committed to this style of football and committed to Vincent Company. Do you appreciate that, Craig? Is that a good thing? that they're prepared to go down again. They've learned and then build again because they were great last year. And this year, let's be honest, they're, they're terrible. Despite trying to play attractive football, it ain't working. And Arsenal just tore them apart. No. Yeah. I, you know, I think they're a pretty realistic club. Uh, I don't think they're going to pull the trigger and blame managers for whatever they are, what they are. They, they knew it was going to be difficult. You can see what's going on in the championship. Right now, Leicester City are flying in there. You got a bunch of other teams in there, Leeds, West Brom, parachute payment teams. But the difference between the Premier League and the championship is massive. The top of the Premier League to the bottom of the Premier League is massive. It just shows you. So they have to be somewhat realistic into what they're trying to achieve and hope that they get, you know, they can maintain their status in the Premier League. But if not, they haven't overspent, they have the parachute payment. They'll be able to. Uh, That's an interesting question, Craiger. What's clo- what? What? What's a bigger gap between the top of the prem to the bottom of the prem, or bottom of the prem to champions? Those guys must be super close, right? What do you mean, like the, the bottom? Yeah, the, just the bottom three to the top four, trying to battle up those those seven teams or eight teams must be super oh, yeah. close and. And competitively, right? Yeah, they're yeah. they're closer than what the the bottom of the Premier League is to the top of the Premier League, right? Because sure. that gap is massive. Yeah, and the spending power is as well. Yeah. But what's strange is that that Burnley. Well, not strange, but ironic maybe is, is that Burnley success in the past, where they were consistently a Premier League team, was built on. Let's be honest, like some brutal football. It wasn't fun to watch. It was it was negative. It was direct, mm-hmm. but it was successful under Sean Dyche. Do you think mm-hmm. the fans are happy that at least they're trying to play football now, even if it's not as as successful? You know, I think fans don't give a shit. They just want to see results. <laughs> Winning is everything. How you do it, people mm-hmm. are going to always give the manager a break if they walk off with three points, no matter how they do it. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, there's a lot of thick-headed toward David Moyes because West Ham's always been a footballing team, and now they're like, "Well, Moyes is you know not attractive to watch. He never has played attractive football, and blah blah blah." But man, oh man, they just they get the nice out for David Moyes every few weeks. Yeah, I agree with Stacks, and I think it, it depends on the team as well. Like, man, 
Men's City, they're expected to play a certain brand of football that the fans want. Where your team's in the lower part of the division, it's just fucking win. We don't care how we're going to do it. We, you're not expect if you're in Everton, you're not expected to play sexy football. You're just there to just pick up points and fucking survive. That's really the bottom of the bottom of the Premier League is survival mode. Even like a forest now, it's I don't care how we play, just get three points. Let's mm-hmm. just survive. Whether it's ugly, it's attractive, we don't care. Just get the points. And it's a, rel- it's a relentless season, isn't it, Jimmy? Because yeah. the games keep it the is. results and the games just keep on coming. But you got to stick with it. And I think that's where you, you made a good point about Luton, that you think they're going to stay up because it, they, they seem to turn up every week. doesn't matter. It's like we lost three in a row. But this is what we're going to do this week. Yeah. We're not going to change it. We're going to keep doing it. We're going to see if we can pick up. And then they do. And then they might lose another three. But their, their job is to finish, what, 17th in that division. Yeah, it's interesting, though, you guys were looking for a name for United or to describe how they play. And I would argue right now they're resilient. Mm -hmm. Craig used that really good word with relentless. And I went, you know what? United is resilient right now. And that finding a way to win is huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was. And honestly, I was cheering for Luton because our our Tony bet parlay had blown. So I went, oh, I want to see how Luton does. And it was it's fun. I think Harry Styles was there. Was that right? Yeah. Yeah, so I was yeah, cheering was. on One Direction. Yeah, but if you're Luton and you're called resilient, that's cool. That's a that's like a badge of honor. If you're United and you're called resilient, that's like fuck. Really? No, not I don't know. Not when there's so much bad press and they're bashing them all year, and they've gone mm-hmm. from you know having like literally a year ago we were talking about United with Ronaldo on it mm-hmm. on the team, right? Like this is how much they've changed. Ronaldo a year and a half, year and three months ago. Mm-hmm. Was going to play at the World Cup, and Fernandez was was uh, was passing him by and giving him the, you know, what is it when you yeah. get uh, passed Cold by? Shoulder? Sorry. No, Cold but shoulder? It's, it's from Seinfeld. Oh Jesus! <laughs> what? Amy should know when when someone walks by, they don't pay attention to you, and I'm I don't know why. A snub? Yeah, the snub. Oh, the snub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's interesting because we're having two different conversations, right? We had the conversation about United. They're getting results despite the brand of football or mm-hmm. lack of identity and this, you know, the, the way that they're playing and we're still kind of moaning about it. And then David Moyes is getting taken to task for the style of football that uh, the Hammers are playing because they're not getting the results because they're losing, mm-hmm. right? I think it goes with the club and the history and the expectations, right? And uh, I think, Sharms, you have a problem with resilient, I think, because the expectations are so high with a club like United. And I just want to come back to something that Jimmy said. Jimmy, if you were the editor at Cambridge Dictionary, how would you define sexy football? (laughs) Plain naked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hair done naked. You're close already. No, I think when you when you talk about sexy football, and this is all like interpretation. So football is all about opinions. Everybody's got their own opinions of what sexy football is. But so my opinion in this game, because football editor, is yeah. opinion, opinion oriented, would be uh, a fluid brand of football, ball on the deck, to go on what Cluffy used to say: if God wanted football played in the, in the clouds, he would have put grass up there. <laughs> it has to be played on the deck. Football has to be played on the deck. And it's all about the movement, possession, and attacking brand of football. Mm. 
that for me is is sexy, sexy, controlling mm-hmm. a game, almost like a ticky tacky. Mm-hmm. But then there's possession. But I do. I like I like that that brand of football. But possession for the second possession can be very unsexy no, as well. No possession, but it, there has to be a purpose with your possession. Right. 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 Not just for the sake of it. Oh, we keep the ball. You hear this? We keep the ball for, for what? Why are you keeping it? Mm-hmm. There has to be a purpose in that possession. Does that satisfy you, Dubs? It does. I'm excited that in the definition for sexy football, Jimmy used the word fluid. <laughs> you beat me to it. Yes. <laughs> There's no point being sexy without fluids being involved. <laughs> you need it. Oh, God. You need the fluid. <laughs> there has to, and, and the other thing that I'm going to chuck in there is rhythm. <laughs> there has to be a rhythm in your play. Oh, it's very important. Mm-hmm. Rhythm is very, very important. Yeah. It's everything. You don't want to be all pointy and jolty, do you? Fluid no. rhythm. Can't just be high tempo at the beginning. Has to be sustained. <laughs> yes, comfy. No, you can't. You can't. You build it up. Remember when I said in the final third, that's the tempo. Mm-hmm. It has yeah. to. Ha- it has to be climactic, is what you're yeah, saying. You have to have yeah. good finish. You mean the yeah, final you, three? You went hard out. The buildup is controlled. Control mm-hmm. the control the rhythm. Control the tempo. And then when you get in the final third, it's go, 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 go. Yeah, just start laying rope. Like a sewing machine. <laughs> like a sewing machine? <laughs> <laughs> One stitch. <laughs> I like Liverpool yesterday. Or the other yeah. day. Yeah. That was me with go, my Dubs. sleeping bag back in the day. That was good, well, Jimmy. Well done. You, you asked well the question, and I think it's been answered. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of sewing machines, did anybody watch the Brighton, <laughs> Brighton Sheffield United game yesterday? Because that was a sewing machine. They were taking it like a sewing machine, Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were brilliant, Brighton. Brilliant. Uh, they were just prone. They were yeah. just lying there prone. No, Sheffield was it, it was sorry, like a, of, it was like a ham. They were taking it, it like a ham would. <laughs> speaking of Brighton, now Matoma's was back and the Dingers back from their uh Continental competitions playing on the both sides of the on the wings. Brighton's a different side. Oh, Did right, you see different. that fucking red card on Matoma? Oh, Jesus God. Christ! Fourteen minutes in his leg off. Oh, horrible! I'm glad he got up and walked away from it. A lot of players would have made the most of that, wouldn't they? Not Matoma. Yep. He's my kind of player. He's he is. He's got rhythm and fluidity to his play. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can really thread the needle. <laughs> Get excited, <laughs> Stitch together some passes. Um, Villa beat Fulham. Ollie Watkins with two more goals. Um, what else we got here? West Ham lost to Forest. Boys, um, you wonder about him this season. I mean, like you said, Craig, I, I don't think he should be fired. But there's big protests in the stands. The fans who just have had enough of him, haven't they? Goes on every few. It seems like every few months. It's gone back since it started. It was it was at the club. There's lots of social media, you know, Brady out, ownership out, Moyes out. I'm not Stats. sure what they really really expect, you know, because yeah. the bottom line is they need another 100, 200, 300 million to spend to trying to compete if they're if they if that expectations are to get in that top four. Yeah, this two their expectations that, are way beyond what they have at their disposal. 
Yeah, I think that's what I was going to ask you is like, as a West Ham fan, like, what are the expectations? Like, what do they expect to be in Champions League? Exactly. Fact, they got a trophy in Europe. Step. Maybe that's the next step. I don't know. It seems well, they've been in Europe. Uh, Moises got them in Europe two years. Mm-hmm. I don't think any other manager's done that in West Ham's no. history. Like, I, I could see if they if they were competing with the big guys and spending the same amount of money <laughs> and they're not they're not performing. Okay. But when you're when you're not spending what everybody else is spending yeah. and you're in a position that you are right now, then what is your problem? Mm-hmm. They saw they sold away their best player. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. and they've done okay without him, really. I mean, if you yeah. the whole you look at the whole Well, they spent well, didn't they as well? Didn't they spent well? It's mm-hmm. crazy. So um, the Everton, expectations unfair then? On I on think, Moyes I, I and on right. West Ham? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I really do. Yeah. I really do. I wonder if a guy like Jonathan David would be that would be a that'd be a target for West Ham. Well, he scored a hat trick this weekend for Lil. Mm-hmm. Didn't he? Yeah. yeah, we're all surprised he's still there. You got to think he's leaving this summer. But most recently linked to, to Brentford, right, Sharps? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. If Tony leaves, that's makes a lot of sense. Although they've signed that. Is he a Brazilian kid? They've signed him. He's about to come over. I forget his name now. Uh, it wasn't cheap. But uh, yeah, David, for David, that would be a great step up. He'd go into a really good attacking team under a brilliant manager in Thomas Frank, assuming he's still there. I think that'd be a, a great lot, move for him. A lot of people wouldn't think that that would be a great move, but financially, Brentford and the, any team in the Premier League can pay, you know, an improvement on what he's on in the French League. Well, I mean, listen, going from Lille to the Premier League, it's all very well people thinking, oh, I should go to one of the big four or five. Well, that's not necessarily realistic. Maybe he could do it, but Brentford might be a great stepping stone. He's still young to get into English football. To play regular minutes. If he goes to Spurs, it goes to Arsenal. Is he playing every week? Jimmy? I've if I'm him, I'm not going to Brentford. Why? I'm at Lille, which is a, a very good club, very big club in France. And it's a recognized club around the world. Why am I going to Brentford? Because English football is a premier league. The money. Step up. I would triple your wages. I would keep doing what I'm doing and go to a bigger club than what Brentford. I don't think he needs Brentford as a stepping stone. I think he's already in a position right now where he's using Lille as a stepping stone to get where mm-hmm. he wants to go. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess he is guaranteed Champions League football as well, staying in France. Right. With Lille. So then why go to Brentford and you're near the bottom of the table, you're slugging it out week in, week out? I well, you follow the Ivan Tony route, right? You go to Brentford, you, you start scoring goals at Brentford, playing every single week. And and then you play there for a couple of years, and then you get okay, the so big that's move. Two big two club. more years now. So you're at, you're at Leo making a name for yourself, scoring goals, playing Champions League football. You're going to go to Brentford, who's not in Champions League football. Spend another two years there trying to score to go where? Well, maybe, maybe maybe a top four or five team in England, perhaps. If if you well, maintain your evolution, and then until you get a top four or five team, because it's still the French, sense. still the French, it's still Ligue 1. It's not as the appeal isn't the same. Even with Champions League football, the appeal isn't the same as playing in the Prem, even with Brentford, surely. If I'm him, I'm not going to Brentford. What if they triple your wages? Then I'm going to Brentford. <laughs> <laughs> Is it also, um, I think, clouded by the other teams, the bigger name teams that he was associated with initially? 
like Man United, like PSG, a couple of other big clubs thrown around before Brentford kind of enters the fray, right? Yeah. So maybe that's Um, part of it as well. Yeah. They could also offer him a sell-on too. Or a, mm-hmm. put his sell-on fee at a at a reasonable price. That seventy million. If somebody comes in, he'll be able to leave on that. Yeah. He gets a percentage of that. Does he do hair? Pardon? Does what? he do hair? You said they give him a sell-on. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Jeez, Steve, well done. Sorry, I was reaching for something. Oh my God! It was brilliant. Bien joué. Um, it's, it's Canadian teammate Tejon Kevin made his debut for Inter Milan this this weekend. Inter yes, beats Lunatana four 0 on Friday, so Tejon got on the pitch for the last uh, yeah. fifteen minutes or so. So good for him. Um, Chloe Lacasse scored a goal for Arsenal in front of what sixty thousand fans. Yep, amazing what the Gunners are doing yeah, in incredible. the WSL. It's brilliant. Um, yeah, all right. More- more meaningful minutes, though. That's three yes. goals in two games with two starts. Give her more minutes. Yeah. 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 She's been great. Uh, anything else Canadian-wise happened this weekend you want to get to? Uh, Leon score for Villa. Oh, a nice goal, too. Yeah. Keep her out a bit of a stinker, won't it? But... <laughs> oh, here yeah. we go. Here we go, Jimmy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Shit goal. Shit goal. <laughs> Other than that, it was good. No, no, good for her. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get too, we haven't got time now. We'll be a good Wednesday conversation, though, in the foundational pod. Um, the cost of MLS shirts this year. Oh, fuck. Don't get me started on that. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to. We can wait till Wednesday for that. That's ridiculous. Is that although, although the CF so Montreal started. baby blue is gorgeous. It's it's just look great. Shirt. They look great. I think that could be my, my, one of my like favorite What are they, 600 in. Uh, Ninety dollars for a shirt. <laughs> Eight, it's like, it may as well 200, be two hundred fifteen dollars plus tax. And Craig, mm-hmm. you looked it up as well. The Premier League jerseys are less than what MLS is. Yeah, yeah. You can get like even a Man U jersey. At the start of the year, they're a little bit more expensive, but you can get one now for about ninety ninety dollars. But the new kids for the start of the season, they always bump those up. Forest jerseys are now being sold for yeah, hundred bucks. Wow. I wonder well, if the prices a... they've dropped to correlate directly to their place in the table. Be interesting, eh? That'd <laughs> yeah. be really yeah, cool. That would be That's cool. That's a good idea. I also want to hear the, the justification though from the leagues and from the suppliers, how they can justify these prices. It's not new, right? We we sport shirts cost a lot of money, official mm-hmm. ones, right? I just want to hear the justification, how they can actually say to fans, yeah, you want to wear our colors. It's going to cost you 215 plus tax. That's incredible. And then we'll get to beer prices. I'm looking at it, Charms, if I'm looking at it now, say I bought myself a jersey and I've got three kids. That's a thousand fucking dollars on four jerseys. Mm -hmm. Is this crazy? And this is meant to be the the blue collar sport around the world. Are you spending this much money for jerseys? Like how? How do they get away with this? If you're Montreal, it's the baby blue collar. Yeah. Nice jersey. Really nice jersey. I missed that, Dubs. Can you explain to me? No, Jimmy said blue collar, and Montreal's oh, new kid is baby blue. Baby, right. baby blue. Uh, gotcha. JC Maybe, got it. JC was right there with me. Uh, Maybe everyone becomes a Canadian Premier League fan or a League One fan. I'm assuming they're cheaper. Still great shirts, right? 
There's options out there. If you want to be a consumer, that's one thing. If you want to complain about it, find another league as well because they're going to get cheaper, unfortunately, are they? Let's be simple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. MLS starts next weekend, by the way. Uh, next week, next Friday, I think it's the first game. Isn't it? What, is it? No, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, it's Wednesday. So we're having, um, as mentioned last week, our MLS content is being put on steroids this season. We're going to have uh, individual podcasts for Montreal, for Vancouver, and for Toronto. Three questions. We're calling it, aren't we? It's a brilliant name. FP presents TFC three questions. FP presents CF Montreal three questions. And Trois questions. FP presents. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. FP presents uh, what? <laughs> three questions. And also a generic MLS one as well. Which is called, we're, we're, we're still trying to decide the name for well, this. Well, let the, you know what? We can come up with some ideas and let the uh, the, the people in the internet world come up we'll with, do a poll. with the MLS. We'll do a poll. Hmm. Yeah. We've got two. Me and Wonga had a hateful conversation. Oh, I would like to know who came up with which. You can, you yeah. can tell me later. I just came up with In Focus, and he came up with Box to Box. But I mm-hmm. thought then we went back and forth with some misogyny. And then, yeah, um, you guys didn't like my joke. I said, we, I thought we, box we didn't know box is a bit cunty. Here's the thing we're not always sure if we can laugh at that. And nobody you can laughed. get away with it. We, we did say that always. maybe a name for the broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. Right? Any mail, again, I refer people to the mail slot or the mailbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's yeah, a new uh, broadcast so, coming out this week, too. Yeah. This yes. Tuesday, right? Yeah. Yes. This so, Tuesday. Yeah. Emma Humphreys we, is going to join us. So the way I want everyone to, uh, out there listening, the way I want people to digest our content, it's treat it like a morning radio show. Just download us all, use it for your, uh, when you're transit, going back and forth, enjoying the day, put it on while you're putting in your new toilet seat, put it on when you're cooking breakfast. While you're flossing. While you're flossing. Good morning, Vietnam. Family day floss off. While you're doing family day floss off. 2024 with your family put on footy prime and listen to us talk about the mls while listen you're sewing while you're you know your you know how we, you know how we know it's family days because we're trying to prolong this podcast as long as while possible to keep us away from the families. <laughs> so we don't have to go be family i want to end it on this though i'm dubs you um forgive my ignorance but i just came across this name of a german woman soccer player oh boy she plays for freiburg um Janina Minge. <laughs> That's not true. It's true. Her name's Janina Minge. Wow. <laughs> Her last name's Minge. How did you find that? What were it you doing? Up somewhere. I don't know where I saw it. It popped up on social or something. I, I, I think they, they may be making fun of her name as well. Oh, God. <laughs> I couldn't contain myself. Is it Gina? Gina. What's up? It's probably Gina, Gina. but. China Minge. What, what number is she, Sharms? <laughs> I don't know, Jimmy. One, I'm amazing. <laughs> number one Minge. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It is. All right. Um, that's pretty prime for another week. I think TonyBet.ca and Fubo TV. Everton Palace today, by the way. Wager on that and watch that on Fubo TV. Um, Roy is still away from the touchlines. He's uh, still sick, and apparently they're still working out how to get rid of him as well. It's a really weird situation, right? He's going to be fired, and yeah. he's sick and can't coach anyway. It's, it's- if he doesn't show up again, he can't be fired. So he's going to just hang it out. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. hang out in the hospital. He's going to do the Costanza. 
She's going to keep showing up in the office. How'd you get in here? <laughs> Crawl through the vents. Yeah, it's <laughs> private bathroom. Exactly. Roy's taking All right. a dive. Keep, oh, keep watching, keep listening, and uh, more info coming out later this week. But lots of podcasts <laughs> starting starting tomorrow afternoon. I would think we'll drop some more of these uh, MLS podcasts and broadcasts. Okay. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that. We're back. Uh, oh, that's just it. Tomorrow. All right. Bye. Happy family day, everyone, apart from you godless souls in Quebec. This episode of Footy Prime has been brought to you by Fubo TV and by Tony Beck. Make sure to subscribe to Footy Prime wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Footy underscore Prime and on Instagram at Footy Prime IG. <laughs> what was that one? What's up? Bye. That's the fuck. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.